Hey everyone, my name is Jason Parker, and I want to welcome you to the Coastal Church Podcast. I'm super excited for you to hear this message. We believe that God wants to speak to us, and we hope that you're open to hear what He has to say to you today. Enjoy. If this is your uh, first time here, I'd love to share a little bit about um, our church and how we got to be where we're at here today with y'all. Um, we started, uh, it was a group of us that kind of started praying, I guess, more than four years ago now, five or six years ago. There was a bunch of us that started just praying for our community. And we really had a burden um, for our community, for lots of different people, and in particular, people that didn't really go to church. And so it was our desire that we could be a blessing to people um, that, you know, didn't go to church and that they would feel comfortable in a space where they could learn about God, learn about Jesus, and experience the, the transformation, the healing, the restoration that Jesus offers to everyone everywhere. And so that was our kind of our desire. We started praying into that. And ultimately, our whole agenda was we want it to be a blessing to our community. That's it. There's nothing like hidden. There's no special secrets. We weren't trying to trick people into anything. We literally, from our hearts, before the Lord, want it to be a blessing to our community. And so, so we started off, um, you know, four years ago. And some of you that have been around for a bit have heard this story lots of times. But I just think it's a God story, and those stories need to be told over and over again. And we started Coastal. We were really hoping to have, like, about 40 people. And, like, you know, when you, whenever you plant a church, whenever you start a church from scratch, you kind of want to start off with a small core and kind of build up from there. And so, especially in Barrington, we were thinking, like, if we could get, like, 40 people out, that'd be awesome. And we kind of could build up from there. And, uh, well, anyways, we did our first service at the Barrington High School in February, and I remember that day so well because it was a blind blizzard snowstorm, and we're like, man, we actually almost canceled, believe it or not. We said, no, you know what, we'll go for it, and we'll see what happens. And on a blind and blizzard snowstorm, 189 people showed up. And it was like, it was crazy, like this, this hunger for God, this hunger to know the truth and to hear about this Jesus. It was just amazing what God did, and over the past four years, we've watched God change people's lives. Some of the changed lives are in this room here tonight. Some of the changed lives are stories. There's all kinds of Lewis and Jason stories in this room tonight, amen? And we've watched God change people who weren't the churchy type like me. I wasn't really the churchy type. I didn't grow up going to church or being a churchy kind of person. We quickly learned that in the scriptures, the Bible, God's not concerned with your outward appearance, he looks at your heart. That's what he's concerned about. And we wanted to kind of create a church that was a blessing to the community. And so we started doing these weekend services, and we kind of moved from the high school to the Lions Hall, to the curling club, back to the Lions Hall. And then the Lord led us to turn a bar into a church. And, and, and we've done all that because we want it to be a blessing. That's really our whole heart, is we want to bless the people in our community. Thank you. We started a ministry called Celebrate Recovery to help people with hurts, habits, and hang-ups because we want it to be a blessing to our community. We have a youth ministry here in our church because we want to be a blessing to the youth in our community. We do coastal kids every Sunday night because we want to bless families in our community. Our whole motive of doing what we do is ultimately because we want to be a blessing. We have been blessed by God so that we can be a blessing. We are blessed to be a blessing wherever our feet take us. Whether it's this coming Saturday when we're serving coffee on the wharf, we're blessed to be a blessing. Or last night when we were in Pubnico at the West Pubnico Fire Hall 
and blessing the fishermen and people over there in Pubnico. God has blessed us to be a blessing. And honestly, like, it's actually one of the funnest parts of being a follower of Jesus, I've got to say. One of the funnest parts, and I know funnest is probably not a word, but I'm going to use it. One of the funnest parts of following Jesus is I get to be a blessing to other people. It is so stinking awesome being able to bless other people and being able by God to do that. And so we're super thankful that you're here tonight. We're, we're super thankful that you decided to come. And we're super thankful that you've given us the opportunity to bless you tonight. So thanks so much for coming here tonight. And speaking of blessing, we're pretty blessed, aren't we? Yes, gracious. Like, and I want to take a few minutes to talk about that very thing. Like, how blessed we are. You know, um, like I said, I didn't grow up going to church in my three, through my teenage years. And, 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 but when I became, I became a Christian when I was 19 years old and I decided to follow Jesus. And God kind of took me out of a lifestyle of like drugs and alcohol and, and selling drugs into following Jesus. And it was kind of a dramatic thing that happened when I was 19. But after I was 19, I started going to church, and I started, there's all, all these new songs, like a whole, like hundreds and hundreds of songs, like maybe some of the songs you're hearing tonight are hearing for the first time. Well, I got like inundated with all these new songs, like songs from like 100 years ago, and songs that are written around. It's like some of them are good, and some of them maybe aren't so good, but some of them are really good. And one of the songs that is an older song is this song, Count Your Blessings. It's Count Your Blessings. Name them one by one, count your blessings, and see what God has done. And so in this song, the song is instructing us to do what? To count your blessings, to name them one by one, to count your blessings to help you see what God has done. And that sounds really good. That all sounds like something we should do, right? How many of y'all think we should say our prayers and count our blessings, right? You've heard that before, right? Say your prayers, count your blessings. But sometimes I think it's hard for us to count our blessings. For instance, if we're getting ready to go lobster in here, it's hard to count your blessings when there's uncertainty about the price of lobster. It's hard to count your blessings if there's uncertainty if the lobsters are going to crawl or not. It's hard to count your blessings when it's blowing like 30 or 40, and it's one of those days you ain't really feeling it. It's hard to count your blessings when that first big paycheck you were looking forward to is all going to bills. It's hard to count the blessings when the blessings are hard to see. That makes sense. And if it's hard to see the blessings... It's even harder to see an invisible God who provides all those blessings. One of the things that I've discovered since I've lived here the last six years or so is every once in a while, we get some fog, like quite much. And I was in Pubnico last night and talking about that, and they were quite interactive. I was actually quite impressed. And uh, I asked them, I said, uh, do you fellas make the, the fog here? They said, no, Cape Island, they said. <laughs> so what do you guys think? Who makes the fog anyways? Yeah, you guys are like, yeah, it's us, it's us, yeah. Guilty. 
Yeah, they said that you fellas make the fog and you send it down that way. So when you have fog, what's, what do you use to kind of, like you can't see, right? It gets pretty thick around here. Dungeon thick fog, my dad would call it. So like when you got thick fog as a fisherman, what do you rely on to kind of make it through the fog? You can answer. It's okay. Radar, right? Radar and your experience to kind of make your way through when you can't see. Sometimes life gets really foggy. Sometimes you can't see to get around, and you don't really know what to do. Sometimes you can't see the blessings that God's given you, let alone the invisible God that all of us kind of are called to follow. Like, you just can't see. And so we got to rely on something else to kind of navigate through seasons of life when it's hard to see the blessings, more, maybe more importantly, not just the blessings. We need something to help us navigate through life when we can't see God. And I'm thankful today that we have something, and it's called the Bible. And it helps us navigate through seasons when we can't see. It actually helps us to see the blessings when it's hard to see the blessings. And so tonight, I want to just take a couple minutes and talk about this idea of blessing and what the Bible has to say about blessing. And the first thing that I want to say about blessing, and the Coastal Crew, you're here tonight, you've, you've heard me say this over and over again, but the Bible teaches us that every blessing that you and I have, it comes from God. Every last one of them. The big ones the small ones, and everything in between, every single thing that you have in your life that is good and perfect, every last one of them has come from God. This is what the Bible says. Every good gift, every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. So your breakfast this morning it was good. It came from God. That first cup of coffee, that first cup of tea you had this morning, was it good? Yes, it was. Some of us are like, I need it to function. I'm like non-operable until I get that first cup of coffee. Is anyone with me tonight? Okay, there's like 12 of us. We'll start a support group, okay? <laughs> Called Coffee in Jesus. <laughs> but the, some of us, that first cup of coffee, it's not just good. It's really good comes from God. It's a blessing. Your home, is it good? came from God. Your family, even though sometimes it might not feel that good, it's good. It's from God. Your job. How many of y'all ate supper before you came here tonight? I noticed some of you are getting a little sleepy there, so. It's good. God provided that food for you. It's good. It comes from God. How many of y'all having a snack after service tonight? Some of you are stopping by the bar. I see a whole bunch of cookies out there. We want y'all to grab one. Otherwise, I'll put on some weight. But all that stuff is good, and it comes from God. All the good things that you have, every single one of them, big and small, every blessing that you have, it actually comes from God. And the first step we need to take 
to steer out of the seasons of fog that we're in, when it's hard to see the blessings and it's hard to see God, is actually to come to believe something. It's for you to actually believe that everything good in your life is from him. And God's given all that to you for a purpose. And so as it relates to lobstering, the weather to be able to go lobstering is a good gift and it's from God. The lobsters that crawl in the pots are from God. The slickers you get on some days that are just beautiful comes from God. And the patience, grit, and safety on the days where it's not so fun, they come from God. That paycheck after the hard work, it comes from God. The grace and strength to get back up and do it again and again and again and again, that comes from God. All the good things in our lives and all the good things about lobstering, all those good and perfect gifts, every single one of them, they come from one place, from one person. They all come from God. And he provides all of those things to us for us to enjoy. The Bible teaches us God richly provides us with everything to enjoy. In other words, he wants you to actually like and be happy with the stuff, all these good and perfect gifts he wants you to be happy with them. He wants you to enjoy them. He wants you to enjoy the good days on the water. He wants to be happy when you're catching lobsters. He wants to enjoy the paycheck. Well, at least the part that's not going to bills. How many of you are excited after lobster gets going? How many of y'all are excited for that first feed of cream lobster? Mm, come on, somebody. Amen. He wants, how many of us enjoy cream lobster? We're doing what the Lord intended, okay? We're, we're enjoying what God's given us seriously, though. Like, he wants us to enjoy his blessings. He gets blessed by it. He wants you to enjoy that time at Christmas, which after going at breakneck speed for four weeks, you take a day with your family, and you watch them open presents, and you just enjoy your family after all your hard work. He wants you to enjoy it. And he wants you to enjoy all the blessings God's given you. You know why? You know why God wants you to enjoy the blessings he's given you? Because God really, really loves you. Our Heavenly Father wants to bless your life. He loves you. And he wants to bless your life and he wants you to enjoy the blessings he's given you because something happens when we start to enjoy the blessings that God's given us. We start to see the blessings. The fog starts to lift. And most importantly, not only do we see the blessings, but we see the blesser. We see the person that provides all these good and perfect things that you and I have. We start to see the God who actually blesses our lives. And so every gift, gift that we have comes from God. And one of the ways that we can fully enjoy the blessings God's given us is by actually counting our blessings. But it's really hard to count if we can't see. I was, I was playing hockey last night, and I'm kind of getting low on my contacts, on my contact lenses. And so I ordered some that were supposed to be in here this week, and I called the contact lens people. They're like, yeah, we're sorry. It's not going to be here the next day. We'll return. We'll pay for your shipping. It's not going to be here until November 21st. And I was like, oh, great. That's great. So anyways, I, uh, I, uh, I decided I was going to wear my glasses last night playing hockey, and uh, that didn't go so well. Uh, first of all, we lost the hockey game. 
And secondly of all, I couldn't see. I was like, my glasses were fogged up and my visor. So I come in the dressing room and I can't see a thing. And it's really hard to see, let alone when your visor fogs up. But when you got glasses and visors that fog up, it's really hard to see. I couldn't see the puck. I couldn't see what was going on. It was just really, really hard to see. And sometimes in life, do we go through seasons where whatever the case may be, maybe it's because things are just going so intense. Maybe it's we've gone through some kind of offense in our life. We've gone through some kind of trauma. We've gone through a season where things are really, really difficult. And the lens at which we see the rest of the world just gets fogged up. And it's hard to see anything clear. And so what we need to do when that happens, what I had to do when I got in the dressing room, when I got back on the bench, is actually I had to wipe the fog off of my glasses so I could see. And so maybe you need to take a moment to slow down here tonight, take a deep breath, and wipe off some of the fog and start to see the blessing that God has given you. Like, well, we, we have opportunity here this moment. Take a deep breath. I know you probably got a lot of stuff rolling around in your head, especially as you get ready to go lobstering. Probably a lot of things that are just going like this. Just take a second and breathe. Relax. Receive the peace of God. And start thinking about something. Start thinking about this question. How many blessings has God given to you? Go ahead and take some time in this moment and start to count all the blessings God's given you. Like, actually do it right now. Even ask God. Say, God, show me all the blessings you've given me. Your job. Your family. Being able to gather. All the great things. That cookie you're thinking about after the service. The community we get to live in. Pretty blessed, eh? And you know the greatest gift of all that we can have? The greatest blessing that we can count? You know what's the blessing that we receive that actually leads to so many other blessings we can't even count? The greatest blessing you and I can ever receive is the free gift that Lewis talked about. Jesus. It's a free gift. And it's crazy because the gift of Jesus actually unlocks the doors of all so many blessings in our lives. The Bible actually teaches us for all the promises of God, all the thing God has promised to you, find their yes in Jesus. In other words, all the blessings that God has promised to you actually come to us through Jesus. In my own journey of faith, I came to a discovery moment as I've kind of walked with the Lord. I've discovered that all the blessings that I now have, I all have because of Jesus. The family that I have, my wife and my three beautiful children, my job, the fact that I get to do this every single week, the fact that I get to work with people that I love and I care about, the fact that I get to pastor some amazing people, the fact that I get to like encourage people and share God's word, the fact that I get to live in this community, 
Like all the blessings that God has given me. Like people sometimes come up to me and ask me like, like, Jay, what's the deal with you, man? Like why are you so happy all the time? And my answer is, it's no wonder, really. When I think about how much God has blessed my life, and I don't deserve any of it, it's all a free gift that he's given me because of his grace. It just, it causes my heart to wonder, man, I'm just so, so blessed. And I know that I have every blessing that I have, it's all because of Jesus. Because he died for my sins, and he rose again from the dead. And his blessings chase me and follow me every single day because of Jesus. And God loves you, and God wants to bless your life. And the primary way he wants to bless your life is through a life-giving, life-changing, life-altering relationship with Jesus Christ. Now, has anyone ever given you something that was a blessing? I, uh, I walked into my office right before. Some of y'all are wondering, what's with the strawberry jam, right? How many of you guys have been thinking that all service, all right? Like, yeah. Some of y'all are like, I want to go grab that. Well, I, uh, before the service started here tonight, uh, the second, first service, I walked into my office, and lo and behold, a strawberry jam 2023. And I was like, thank you, Lord. I got some brown bread that's home in my house that someone also blessed me with that's going to go real well with you. And I just, I don't know who did that. I don't know who gave it. Thank you for whoever did. But when someone gives you a gift of blessing, what's your response? Can you think about the last time, the last time someone gave you a blessing? How did it make you feel? You know, people don't always remember what you said, but they almost always remember how you made them feel. And when you give a blessing, it does something to you. It makes you just feel loved and cared for. It also can make you feel a sense of indebtedness. But usually our response when someone blesses us with something really good, like strawberry jam, is what can I do to bless this person in return? Last night we were in Pubnico, and there's a buddy of mine, Johnny, who I used to play hockey with. Um, I knew he runs sound because we chatted on the ice lots of times about him doing sound, and he has a real passion for it. And so I was like, we're doing a service in Pubnico. It's a lot of work. I mean, James tore down most of what's here and lugged it to Pubnico last night. But we have our main speakers and our whole sound system at the back. It would just been so much work to do that. So I messaged my buddy Johnny and said, hey, Johnny, would you be willing to, like, help us with sound for this service we're doing in Pubnico? And he's like, yeah, sure, man, no problem. So he sets up his sound system. And then I asked Johnny, he's like, hey, do you want anything for it? He's like, no, man, it's all good. This is, I just want to help. And he just did it out of the goodness of his heart, which I think is really, really awesome. I don't know how many times... I said to Johnny last night and the other day, like, just thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, when, when someone blesses you or blesses your church or does something like that, and I'm, I'm sure there's stories that you have of someone that gave you something that was a blessing that you're just like, man, I just, I'm so grateful for that thing. And what can I do in return? I think most of us want to do something in return for the blessings that we receive. So, can I let you in on a little secret here tonight about the Lord? There's two words that bless God so much. There's two words that he absolutely loves, okay? There's two words that have the power to touch the heart of the creator of the universe. You know what those two words are? Thank you. 
And you might be thinking here tonight, I'm not the praying type. Well, I would just say to you, I get it, man. Or I get it. I wasn't the praying type either. There's a whole lot of people in this room that wasn't really the praying type. But what it would have looked like if maybe the first prayer you ever pray to God was just to say, thank you, Lord. Just that. Not this long, eloquent prayers that I don't think God cares for anyways. <laughs> but just a simple thank you. Thank you for breakfast this morning. Thank you for that first cup of coffee and the three that were to follow. <laughs> Thank you for my home. Thank you for my family. Thank you so much, God, for my job. Thank you for that supper. Thank you for that snack before I go to bed. Thank you for the weather to be able to go lobstering. Thank you for those lobsters that crawl in my pot. Thank you for the slickers we get on some days. Thank you for the patient, grit, and safety on the days where it's no fun. Thank you for the paycheck after the hard work. Thank you for the grace and strength to get back up and do it again and again and again. Lord, for all the good things you've given me, every single gift, big and small, Father, thank you. On your way out, you're going to get a card um, that we've done up for you. And whether you're a captain and you put it in on, on the window in your wheelhouse or whether you're working board the boat, you put it in some spot where you can see it, tape it on the wall. we got a card that says count your blessings. And one of the things I want you to do is when you're steaming out and when you're steaming in, just take a minute. Look at the card and ask God to show you all the ways you're blessed. And after he shows you all the ways you're blessed for your day, just do one thing. Say thank you. It's a pretty crazy thought that we as these small human beings who God created, we actually have the power to move the heart of God with two simple words that are said sincerely from our hearts. But we do. Everything good you have has come from God. So let's count our blessings. And let's thank our God who has truly blessed us beyond measure. Would you stand? We really hope that this message has motivated you to go deeper in your relationship with Jesus and has inspired you to join us in our mission to take Jesus into every community of Southwest Nova. If you have any questions about the sermon, if you want to know how you can get involved, send us an email at office at coastalchurchns.com. We'd love to get connected with you. Have a great day.